irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. talk radio on all podcasting platforms this is max and friends welcome back to another sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday wherever you are in this time and space but welcome if it's your first time joining us where have you been i'm here now 14 years and one two three four five six i'm counting them on my bookshelf i have so many wonderful awards because of you guys so thank you we just took home as you know three communicator awards or outstanding host, outstanding spiritual episode, and outstanding music episode. So I'm so grateful. You know, I'm going to keep pimping that for a little bit. So thank you, Communicator Awards. How have you all been? How was your week? How's your moment? How's your time? How's your life? How are you? Before we kick this off, I want you to know that I hear you. I see you. You matter. Tweet me, Instagram me, at Max Tucci. Let's keep the conversation going. I love you for tuning in. So here's the deal. Menudo. You all know what that means because... You know, Ash Ruiz has been here a quadrillion million times since the, uh, you know, the inception of Max and Friends. And, you know, we've become like, you know, really amigos para siempre. Um, means you'll always be my friend. <laughs> That's a good song. Amis para siempre means a love that will never lend. Friends for life, not just the summer or spring. Amigos para siempre. So anyway, um, <laughs> Menudo, I was uh, fortunate, honored enough to get a call from Ash to say, listen, HBO Max is doing this documentary, docu-series on us, and Menudo Forever Young, it's going to be, at, you know, airing at the Tribeca Film Festival. I know you're in New York. Let's get together. I'm like, look, even if I was in Hong Kong, I would have flown in and been like, support, you know, we got to show up for our friends and support them in everything they do. And especially in this, because Ash opens up his heart, he opens up his stories, he opens up his truth, he opens up his experiences in Menudo Forever Young, which will be on HBO Max June 23rd. So I go, we're there, we're like hanging out, we see the two first episodes, not telling you anything about them. And I'm like, wow, this thing, Menudo blew my mind, I never knew so many things. So, and then I met a dear friend of Ash, Cesar Abreu. And Caesar was there, and we just, like, all went out. We went to go see Shakira, you know, and then Shakira made a whole big scene, like she always does. And it's incredible that 93, someone still has so much stamina, stamina like Shakira. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, and so we went to Drag Wars, and we just spent, like, you know, we kikied in New York, and it was something that's long overdue. And it was, like, incredible to be with both Ash and Caesar. Not only is there energy about love and empathy and just being in the present moment and kindness, when you're in the presence of these two guys, you really feel the love and the kindness that's genuine that they have just for not only their fans, but their friends. So I can see why when they were like, you know, these bright stars that had come onto this earth and they're young and they're like vibrant and they're ready to like shine so bright, why they became part of Menudo. If you know nothing about Menudo, that's okay. We're all still learning. <laughs> in life in general, we're all still learning. We're going to talk about it. 
We're going to speak about it. We're going to get into as much as we can without giving up this amazing docuseries that's June 23rd on HBO Max. So we're teasing you. That's what we're going to do here today on Max and Friends with Menudo, Stars, Ashruiz, and Cesar Abreu. In that essence and in that vibe, I want you to know that we're celebrating life. My book, The Delmonico Way, is pre-order now. Go get it. I was just at another amazing event, and it was so funny because it was at the same venue that the Menudo Tribeca Film Festival was. And I'm like, why is everything down in Spring Place on Spring Street? And like down here, it's amazing. So Luciano Pavarotti's uh, widow, Nicoletta, she wrote an amazing, and the foundation, Pavarotti's foundation, did an amazing cookbook called Alla Luciano. And it's really a beautiful memoir of recipes from Luciano's favorite recipes, original recipes from his friends, his, you know, Luciano and friends is like, you know, Pavarotti and friends, like Max and friends, you know, so he has some wonderful friends. I just got an idea. I'm going to do a cookbook, Max and friends with like my favorite friends from the show. Thank you, Pavarotti. But so we went to that and it's a great book, cookbook. Alla Pavarotti, Google it, get it, love it, gift it. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Speaking of telling a friend, tell a friend about this Menudo docu-series. Sam, let's hit it. Let's have a real big welcome for... Menudo. Menudo. Edgardo Diaz adopted a fountain of youth strategy. The individual members are simply replaced once they reach the age of 16. They were the first boy band because the formula wasn't already there. They had these massive pop hits that were internationally popular. That is something that Menudo taught us boy bands could do. It's called Menuditis. Nosotros teníamos una avenida paralizada en Nueva York. The Puerto Rican community was invisible to English language media. Y de pronto llegan cinco chicos puertorriqueños rompiendo con todo ese estereotipo cantando español. And you're like, oh my God, these kids are like me. Such a sense of pride. That was just so freaking magical. There were a lot of good things that came out of Menudo, but there was a price to pay for that magic. None of us were really prepared for what it was really going to be like. There was no interest in protecting us. We felt vulnerable. I remember being in Brazil and finding myself in a room of these older men asking me if I'm already liking sex. What was Customs doing with you? How many drugs? Well, we never do that thing. I started throwing up blood. I could have died if it was going to cost me my life. I'd rather not be famous and live. Menudo was a beautiful thing that came out of a not-so-beautiful situation. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, that's what it was. Menudo opened up the possibility that this is something we can aspire to. La historia de Menudo will live on forever. June 23rd on HBO Max, Menudo, Forever Young. Welcome back to Max and Friends, my friend, really like my soul brother, Ashru, as welcome oh. back to Max and Friends. Hello there, my friend. So honored to be back, and hello to everyone listening. <laughs> you know, and it's fun, because today we're not talking about, like, things that will make you go, hmm, they're going to make you go, hmm. Of course. <laughs> Usually when you're here, you have, That's like, right. the most 
we have the Max Motivator crew, and we're like Valerie Love, and we're, yeah. we're Doc, you're not. But today we have you, and welcome. You know, we say for the first time on Max and Friends, the first time you join us, you're a friend. The second time, you're family. Ash is family, 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 family. Aww. For the first time, my <laughs> technically family, because now this is like the second time we're hanging out. Welcome to Max and Friends, Menudo's Caesar Abreu. Welcome. Take it off mute. It's great to be. It's great to be here. I'm sorry, I was uh, on the <laughs> on the ethos, but I, I'm I'm glad that I I've landed in this uh, you know wonderful show and uh, and and just listening to you, I'm just as excited to share the news with everyone and all of your um, audiences. Awesome. So we are here again. If you're tuning in right now, welcome to Max and Friends. We have Menudo Forever Young, HBO Max, June 23rd. Ash Ruiz and Cesar Abreu joining us. Ash, you, I mean, technically we should start with Cesar because he was there before you in 1990. That's right. <laughs> so we are going to go that route. Cesar, 1990, previous to joining Menudo, what were you doing? I was in, <laughs> I was a celebrity in Puerto Rico already. I had done, I was just known on the island from, uh, you know, these sitcoms and uh, soaps and um, and TV. And I toured extensively with, um, uh, you know, this. Um, it, it was basically like I guess the nearest. It was kind of like a, a Mickey Mouse Club or a Safe by the Bell. It was a situation <laughs> comedy where there's a bunch of kids in the neighborhood, not being the best kids, just being, uh, you know, um, uh, naughty, and uh, they would get into a lot of troubles. And then we would have, uh, uh, you know, guests come in and perform and do musical numbers. So uh, by the age of, I, I think I wanted to say um, nine, ten years old, I had already recorded two albums um, uh, out of out of the group, uh, out of that 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 situation comedy. We had um, songs that little kids would like sing to, and we would tour all over the island. And the the show was uh, interestingly enough um, produced. Um, by Chariting and Chariting for those uh, of your listeners are, that that don't don't know who Chariting is Chariting is an entertainer um, that is very well known in the Latin community and very much loved and she is larger than life and um, and she was the producer along with her husband and she wrote a lot of the the numbers the musical numbers that we uh, that we uh, recorded in this in these albums. So I had done, um, uh, you know, all of that, and um, the Menudo producers um, approached me, and um, they said, you know, we're, we'd be interested in 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 auditioning you for the group, and and we obviously recognize you from the shows that you've done, and we think that you know we we would be interested, curious. And uh, of course, as every kid um, in Puerto Rico, and I think in Latin America by that point, I mean, we're talking about 19, uh, the late 1980s, 1990 is when I joined. Um, they were uh, very, very popular and very much endeared. And I said, of course, that's been my dream. So I auditioned, I made wow. it. And um, that was really fantastic. Of course. So Menudo, for those of you who don't know, started in like 1977. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, but you know, it's amazing to think that like this goes back now like 45 
like 45 years. Okay. So you get the call, Caesar. They call you back. You join the, you join Menudo. You already know about Menudo, but like behind the scenes was Menudo. Was it, was it like, what was it like behind the scenes? Was it as <laughs> cool as it was in front of the camera and on TV and on stage? Or was it like a total shit show? Well, we don't want to reveal too much of this series, so I will leave you with this. There's a lot of um, uh, situations that happen when you are getting a group of kids, uh, you know, assembled. And um, sometimes, the, you know, it can be, especially during that time, historically, I mean, we're talking about early 90s. Um, in a, a, a group that was uh, Latino, and um, there was a lot of oversight, and um, uh, the experience of being uh, in a band that represented Puerto Rico, that represented the Latin community, and that took a message of hope, of love. I mean, we're we're singing songs like Jóvenes. You know, the youth, we're, we're talking about los últimos héroes, serán los enamorados, the last heroes in this world will be lovers. So we're bringing a message of love to all of our audiences. And I think that's what, what connected with people, the message of love, the mes message of love, of unity, of joy. Um, now, there was also another part that was, like you said, happening behind the scenes. It's almost like you're in the, the Wizard of Oz. What's happening behind the curtain? And uh, we want to bring all of our audiences um, in every room of our house. Um, I think that having, um, uh, you know, living a life that's authentic, living a life that's open, um, brings more light into the world and brings, uh, you know, truth. And truth, as we all know, sets us free. So the goal of this, um, you know, uh, documentary is to celebrate the fans because it is for the fans. And if it hadn't been from them, Menudo wouldn't be, um, you know, we wouldn't Menudo. be where we are. Yeah. No, listen, it's like this show, too, without the fans we're you know, we're just performing by ourselves, you yeah. know. But <laughs> so for you, Caesar, is there anything in the docuseries documentary Menudo Forever Young, June 23rd, HBO Max, that you feel like you wish you had said? Is there anything you left out? No, I think I was pretty, uh, you know, I, I said I, I felt good about what we shared. It was yeah. a moment to just kind of like sit down, reminisce about the past, about the experiences, the opportunities that we were given as kids. And, uh, you know, we worked. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was it we're, we're working and and and. Uh, and it was um, it was interesting. I think that the audience will be uh, surprised in uh, many different ways. Um, uh, some things uh, they might be, oh, I knew that, or I had heard that. But to get the story from those of us who were in the group, who actually mm -hmm. lived it, I think it's something that hasn't been done before. Certainly not the way that Angel Manuel Soto and Christopher Riquez and Enrique and everyone at Palante uh, HBO Max um, has done uh, in, in putting together uh, this series and promoting it and, uh, and creating it. Um, I think it's, it, you know, it's, it's just very special and we're really proud of it. And 
we saw episode one and two in Ash. Please forgive me if I, I, I I'm over overly excited about it, but it's it's done in a very it's done very well, and we're very proud to be a part of this project. Absolutely. You know, and it was in, it was really a roller coaster watching it, you know, because for those of us who are just like, you know, we see the face value, like here's a bunch of kids, Ricky Martin, you, Ash, all just having fun. You know, it's like what's going on behind those closed doors, which is a unbelievable roller coaster. You do not want to miss this. And here's why, because Menudo really set off the boy band trend. You know, when you think about this 1977, this is pre all of them. This is pre boys to men. This is pre uh, new kids on the block. This is pre all of them. So can you just imagine here we are like night? Let's flash back to 1977. This genius has this idea. Let's create a boy band. You know, and I was watching the documentary. I'm like, Yo, this cat was legit. He had it going on. He figured this out. He was working with this other band first. And it was just like mind blowing where it's like, if you can see it in your mind, you can create it in your reality. And he even thought about not only the present, but the future. When these boys age out, we're going to take them out and put somebody else in. And that's where this rotation came. You're going to learn all about this in Menudo Forever Young. But I want to go down memory lane real quick um, with Ash. And then Caesar, I have a good question for you that we just got up. We just got a tweet it at Maxucci. But Sam, let's go down memory lane right now for Ash. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's hey, do it. Sam. We are. <laughs> I got my seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll we'll get it up. There we go. had to dust that record off. <laughs> I had to get a, a little monkey to start cranking the old <laughs> vitriolophone, and there it is. When you hear that, Ash, what do you feel? 
Uh, well, I just feel so much love for that little teenage boy that loved music so much and that loved singing so much and that also found, you know, home and solace and some peace on stage. You know, it was kind of like a safety net, having it be live and having there be a live audience. Um, because, you know, uh, I, I, Gardo did not like who was our manager, he did not like that I sung the song differently when I sang live. He did not like that I, you know, expressed any authenticity. He wanted everything to stay a certain way, for me to walk a certain way, speak a certain way, dance a certain way. So when I hear that, I'm just like, wow, you better work, bitch. I mean, excuse my language. You better work, little teenage boy. You better do your <laughs> thing and you better... You better sing your soul, even if you're going to get a two-hour lecture after that concert, you know. Um, you got to be you. Still singing your soul, yeah. So, so that's I what I hear forward. when I want to hear that. I want to fast forward because in the trailer, there's a, mm -hmm. there's a little portion of you saying, I'm in Brazil, I'm in a hotel, and all these older Ooh. guys, without telling mm -hmm. the whole story, because I know there's more <laughs> into, in the thing, that right. didn't happen only once. Right. I mean, you know, there were many moments where we were put in situations that we were left really vulnerable and um, and we didn't really have uh, protection. We didn't really have uh, people watching over us. I mean, a lot of a lot of things slipped through the cracks. And um, and, you know, I have you're going to see in the series, but uh, still to this day, you know, I question whether moments like that were intentional or not. Mm. So mm -hmm. intentional, you know, when we go back, this question I'll give to both you, Caesar and Ash. When we go back to these days of Menudo, Ash, how old were you? First, Ash, let me get into this question with you. What were mm -hmm. you doing before Menudo? Before Menudo, I was, I, I mean, I was doing a lot of, a lot of theater and talent shows and singing at church and, um, and, all, and, and just watching Janet Jackson videos, Madonna videos, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, and mimicking the vocals and mimicking all the dance moves and, and teaching all the dances to my friends. And, uh, you know, just loved communicating and, uh, with song and with dance. It was just such a natural part of who I was. And also, you know, my father was, was ill. Um, by the time I was 12 years old, he was diagnosed with AIDS. So... It was so wonderful to see how delighted he would get every time I was I would mm. step into my gifts and talents, and so that was another uh, yeah. um, source of joy was was to, was to make him smile. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is something from knowing you for all these years. When you when your father was diagnosed with HIV/AIDS and you joined Menudo, they didn't want mm -hmm. you to say he had. It. They wanted you to say he had cancer. Right, right, and and that but was you really were so authentic. Because Right, because you were authentic even then, where you're like, I'm yeah. not lying to you. So right, I felt it was really important, especially back then, to let people know that you know HIV/AIDS doesn't discriminate. You know, nothing discriminates. Uh, the things of the world of this earth can happen to anyone. Doesn't matter uh, if you're famous. If, and so, you know, I was the one always delivering the message when you know when they were like, give a message to the kids at home. They would say. You know, the other boys would say, stay in school, listen to your parents, drink your milk, eat your veggies. And I'd be like, use a condom. 
<laughs> and then afterwards, what happened to you when you would say that? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was always the one getting the lectures, getting yelled at afterwards. Why did you say that? Why did you do that? Um, don't do that again. And I'd always be like, okay, okay. And then still be myself. <laughs> and still be yourself. Now, did you ever get hit by anyone there? Hit? Um, close to it. Close to it. Um, but yeah, very close to it. A lot of seething um, anger, screaming in my face. Um, uh, but you know, I, I kind of, I kind of had a different energy, I think, mm -hmm. because I didn't grow up idolizing the group like some of the guys mm -hmm. did. Um, I, I didn't grow up listening to a lot of Latin music, and and didn't grow up uh, idolizing. You were in the church. Or the manager. <laughs> I was in church. Yes, I was. I was. I, I wanted to be Aretha Franklin. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so you know I, I i feel like the energy i kind of was able to hold my ground i feel like that gave me a little bit of like not seeing Agardo as a god not seeing him as this super being i was just like excuse me right that's right but now for you caesar did you ever get any kind of abuse physical abuse um I don't remember, uh, you know, any any of that. Um, but I think that the, the series will reveal a lot that you know we went through as a, wow. uh, as children. And I think yeah. that it's worth exploring that uh, once the once once it comes out. So I don't think we're going to reveal too much. We're just excited to share this with it. the audiences, and we are excited. That's to right. Share, Thank you for the uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, this moment of. Uh, this moment of love right now what we of are course. our enthusiasm is really connecting with our fans and sharing the project um of a of a, a of seeing this as a moment of celebration so Absolutely. we we want to bring them into a whole journey of um of remembering what menudo brought to all of our lives not only uh, you know, the fans, but us as little children. Absolutely. I mean, you listen to Menudo when, you know, at, at, culturally, I remember listening to Menudo when I was at a at a uh, quinceanero or when I was at a wedding or when I was at a birthday party. So we grew up with these songs and the mm -hmm. amount of joy and happiness that the band uh, brought into our lives. Um, we can connect for audiences because it brought the same amount of love and joy to to us as kids. So yeah. this is a moment to circle back, to connect with our audiences, to connect with our fans and say, finally, we hear you. We've been working on something really special. And this is about you and about bringing you in into the journey that we went through as kids. So why did it take so long, do you think, to finally get this out, Caesar? Well, I don't think that the there. It's not because of lack of trying. Um, it, you know, there has there have been um, many situations where um, uh, I have been approached by you know, uh, you know, people people that are interested because the curiosity um, to know what's going on behind their curtain has always been there. Um, people have um, uh, an inclination to to get to know us and um and the the right project had not 
come along until um, Christopher Rios um, and, uh, and 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 the team and the director Angel and everybody. We we you know we sat down and I was a bit apprehensive because, believe it or not, whether it's good or bad, menudo, we are we're a family, and we are brothers. Number one. And, uh, you know, bringing anybody into our family, into our journey, it's not an easy thing. Whether your experience might be different than the others, you have a brotherhood and you have um, uh, a certain uh, you're protective of that family. And um, and, and you never want to go on a tangent and and and. Personally, I never wanted to just kind of like go on on this was mine. It, it was an experience that I shared with 30 plus individuals. And, and that experience was unique to all of us. So yeah. this project came along and it sounded to me what I connected. And the reason why I decided to be a part of this is because they were interested in sharing our truth. Yeah, they were interested in giving this gift to um, to all of our fans, and nobody had really approached the project with such care and such love. And they themselves are, you know, they declare that we're fans. Are we're fans, <laughs> and we mm. just want to make sure that we 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 tell this story in the right Beautiful. way. So yeah. yeah, you know, it's interesting. So speaking about authentic truth and transparency. Today, you know, we were out the other night. We were at Shaquita Gay Club, Drag Queen, Drag Wars, <laughs> lots of fun. Afterwards, Shaquita brought you on stage. And, you know, you said something so powerful about living your authentic self, you know, and to have pride for who you are. So today, this question is for both of you. How do you identify yourself? I as? identified as a beautiful, queer, uh, gay, um, homosexual um, free, um, and open and, uh, anything that you want to, you know, you know, tag me, that's, that's who I am. But I, I love that. I don't know how Ashley identifies himself, but how do you identify yourself as, <laughs> Ooh, I'm an infinite sky dreaming in rainbows, lots of rainbows, gay rainbows, homosexual rainbows. <laughs> wow. I love it. And you know, I identify as all that is. So, <laughs> yes, me. I yes, am all that is. is. All that is. <laughs> but you know, one yeah. one thing that I wanted that I wanted to point out point out is that when I was growing up, there were a lot of um, we weren't encouraged to be who we are. Mm -hmm. And when I mean who be who we are, I mean uh, you know have an attraction from other than living in a heteronormative uh, relationship. Mm -hmm. um, it took a lot of it took a lot of curiosity and self-acceptance and unconditional courage. love and, and courage to get to a place of, of, you know, where, where I am today. And, um, I never would, would want to, you know, tell to anyone, Oh, you either identify as gay, straight, bisexual, you know, whatever. I think that identity is something that has to come from we, from within. So whether you identify as whatever it is, you don't even have to identify to any That's of right. categories. You are a human being. And we are inherently connected to, to each other because we're human. Mm -hmm. We are human. And yeah. I think that should um, 
supersede any kind of label that we put on ourselves because it carries a certain amount of weight. And who who wants to carry that weight with them? I certainly don't. So although I might say, well, I identify it as gay or just for because visibility is important. Yes, I say it to those of us that don't have the platform. But um, I think I just want to make sure that we don't get wrapped up on our, uh, you know, sexuality. Because I think yeah. it would be uh, a disservice to to uh, you know us exploring the the more interesting part, and that is uh, us as human beings. Life, just life in general, you know. So, mm-hmm. hey, Sam, what's yeah. everybody listening to right now? La Talk Radio, all podcasting platforms. This is Max and Friends. <laughs> We're back now. I have my guest from Menudo Forever Young, June 23rd, HBO Max, Ash Ruiz, and also Cesar Abreu. Now, we're talking about life in general. You know, I had to bring this up because we have a platform here where we can say, listen, we like guys. We're cool. <laughs> Hang out with us. You know, we're like just having a good time exploring this like thing that's spinning in this atmosphere <laughs> that we call home for right now. So um, it's important because, you know, Caesar, when you went on that stage the other night with Shaquita, it was like we weren't then allowed to be really who you were today. Was there at any point, Caesar, for you when you were in Menudo that you were like that you knew like I'm gay? I I I think it's you know when you're a little kid you're just it's so complicated. Yeah. And um, I certainly felt like I was. Um, non not the traditional kid <laughs> i felt like i was i was other than and uh you know in feeling that way it, it almost made me feel like i was um otherworldly <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just like, you know, Ashley mentioned that there was a lot of uh, self-expression that came uh, through being on stage. And I, too, can identify with the opportunity that I that Menudo gave me to just be who I am. And then, you know, behind, you know, once I got off the stage, I felt like I, I needed to put on a facade um, because of. Uh, X, Y, and Z. I think it was just an indication that I couldn't be uh, too overly uh, feminine or too flamboyant or a certain specific way. Um, and and that to me um, felt uh, limiting. So here I am. Yeah. Ash, I'm not even going to ask you the question because you were already singing Aretha Franklin. (laughs) 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 Then, (laughs) and doing your Janet Janet dance and your runs and your Whitney runs. But, um, you know, the question that I love about, that I would like to ask, you know, Ash, we know what you're up to now because you've been here a million times. But for those that don't know what you're up to, um, what are you up to, Ash? Post Menudo. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Well, you know how beautiful that this life is all about self-expression, all about uh, challenging ourselves and stepping into new things. Right now I'm writing three books. Um, One of them uh, really beautifully supported by this publishing company called Sacred Stories with our beloved friend Ariel. Thank you, Max, for that connection. Okay. We're both going to have books here. I have the meditation book. And you're going to have Muse. You're going to have an amazing, 
yeah, and amazing. The divine news. Yes, the divine ash. <laughs> so that okay, so that process has been amazing and and really powerful, and um and also you know music continues to come through. Uh, it's my yeah. favorite way to communicate, and um and and so I'm, I'm recording an album right now. I have some incredible friends and producers and musicians uh, that that are um, along for the ride. And I have a new single coming out soon called Something Vital, um, which a lot of that song was inspired by my experiences in Menudo. So uh, it feels really good so to be able to share can something we, different. Can we share it here? <laughs> oh, what my God. This would, be the, this, would, this would be the first time that it gets, I mean, it's like the world hot premiere? off the presses. The and world I'd be premiere so of something vital. It's pretty much it is. It is the world premiere. I gotta say. <laughs> All right. So before we get into world premiere, Caesar, when we're back from the song, we want to know what you're up to too. So stand by, everyone. Hang out. Take a minute. This is a take a couple minutes just to be free. Open up your heart. Open up your space. Open up your ears. Open up your mind. Because when Ash writes songs and when he puts the lyrics to his voice, he's basically offering you all that he is. The transparency, the thoughts, the realness, the lyrics, the life, the movement, the wisdom, the creativity, it's all there in every one of his songs. You know, Beautiful Light, we play here all the time because he's my Yay. Coco Puffs. <laughs> yeah. But so, set this song up for us. And then, Sam, after Ash sets it up, let's stick it in. Tell us, Ash. <laughs> yeah. So this song just speaks to, you know, um, uh, but I like to say that the, the fertilizer of life, those moments, it takes the sun, it takes the rain, and sometimes it takes the fertilizer too. And, shit too. And being a, <laughs> okay, take my Cuban grandmother used to say, it takes the shit to make the flower grow. Amen. So, <laughs> so, so this song called Something Vital, recognizing that, you know, even as we go through these hardships, there's still something inside of us that lets us know that, that something may be off and maybe we're overlooking something vital about who we are, something vital about what this moment is, and something vital about, you know, um, maybe why certain things unfold in the mystery of life. In the mystery of life. Right now on Max and Friends, the world premiere of Astro is his new song, Something Vital. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
This is Max and Friends, and that was something vital. You know, we are only giving teasers here tonight of Menudo Forever Young and something <laughs> vital because the illusion of time is creeping up us on us, and it's just like, okay, y'all got to go. So before we go, Cesar Abreu, where can we find you? What are you up to? Tell us everything. So right now, you know, for the past uh, 16, 17 years, I've been dancing for the Metropolitan Opera. So uh, I'm, I'm doing that. I, so Tell us, hold on, Paul. Tell you... us a little bit about more. Tell us, like, let's go behind the scenes with you to what you're doing there at the Met. Because that's powerful. Well, you know, I part of my dream when I finished grad school was to dance as a professional dancer. I found that... Uh, uh, there was a certain joy and fulfillment that just like Ashley was able to express himself, you know, you know, on stage singing. And I found that to be so beautiful when I was in the group. Um, and I also found movement to have that kind of like fulfillment and, and, and ability uh, to connect with an audience, even without uttering a word, someone can just see you move um, and connect to you and you can and you can share anything from sadness to joy to uh, grief to anything. Um, I found that to be captivating. And so I went to pursue a career and I was really driven to just dance. Um, and I danced for major companies once I got to New York and, and shows, including Don't We All Know Cats. Um, and I yeah. toured... Um, Right. Uh, I mean, if you're if, <laughs> if you love the arts and you know music and you know musicals, uh, you're bound to know Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats. Um, and as a dancer, that's for a long time that was like the show to be in because it it it, it was the only show that had everything that had the the magic of uh, you know becoming something else and um, and and singing and dancing and spectacle. I mean, it contains so many elements. Um, that I had grown up with. Um, so I did that. And then uh, I auditioned for uh, uh, the the Metropolitan Opera in 2006, not thinking, oh, I'm not going to, I'm just like, I'll just go to another audition because as a dancer, your job uh, when you live in New York City is just to go and audition. I mean, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, you're going to, people are going to turn around and say, nope, nope, you're too short, you're too this, you're too that. So that was my life at that moment. And um, and, and getting the opportunity to, to be on that stage and have someone see 
uh, a light in you and say, you know what? We want you for this production. Um, and uh, the first production that I ever did at the Met was called The First Emperor. Um, and it was starring Placido Domingo. It had mm-hmm. been um, uh, 10 years in the making. Um, and it was a, a major premiere at the Met. And that was in 2006. And ever since then, they have offered me a contract and I've been coming back. So I'm Beautiful. grateful. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I'm so yeah. excited. I love it. Well, I'm you know, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I, we have to go ahead because we have to wrap up. Speaking of wrapping up, y'all need to wrap it up. You, no, no. Um, so, no, no. Um, I'm really excited for you. And I do, I, when, next time you're on stage, please let me know. And I want to come and support you and be there. So, we're at the Palio all of a sudden. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's, I mean, everybody that's, you know, for uh, all of your listeners, uh, they can follow the latest news on Instagram at Cesar NY. That's C E S A R N Y. And um, we would uh, love to connect with anyone that comes, you know, wants to stay up to date. And Ash, where can we find you? Did Ash bounce? His phone might have cut out, but that's okay. Um, Caesar, for you, before we go, what do you want people to take with them? You can hear me. I can hear you now. You're on mute Welcome over there. Doing your thing. Thank you. <laughs> we just missed slicer. all of what you said, the illusion slicer. You just sliced our illusion. <laughs> of how we can find you. <laughs> illusion slicer <laughs> and at ashruiz.com. Now, do you have a YouTube channel, Ash? I do, yes. It's yeah, Ashruiz TV on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right. And Ashruiz.com, go find out what he's doing. He's all over the place doing his thing, loving life and living life to the max. Before we go, Cesar, what is it that you want people to take with them into this now moment? Um, I, well, people will take with them whatever it is. It's not for me to dictate um, how people feel. In fact, I want people to, I want to give them free range to just come up with their own, um, takeaways uh from the from the from the docuseries and uh and hopefully it gives them a, 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 a an insight to what we experience um and uh and uh you know more information more history and uh it probably ho- my hope is that they just uh love the group and us uh, more because uh you know without them menudo wouldn't be menudo Mm, beautiful, yeah. And Ash, for you, what do you want people to take with them? Goodness, goodness. Well, I'm super excited that this docu-series gets to come out. We get to share our truth. We get to share our light. We get to celebrate and honor the magic, the humanity um, that is Menudo. Menudo also being a reflection of who we are as people, as a culture, as an evolving species. And may the conversation continue. Whatever this docu-series inspires you to talk about, Yes, have the conversations, explore, um, learn, grow, evolve, forgive, and and tap into that compassion that, that we all have as human beings for one another. I love that. And that, that love and compassion and empathy that I have, as you know, is genuine for you. I love and adore you I, so much. You mean I so much to me. I love and adore you and you too, and, Caesar. And so beautiful to be on here with you. Caesar, it was really cool <laughs> meeting you. 
and you know, and hanging out the other night. And thank you both so much for being here on Max and Friends. I, I really, I honor you both. And I, it's just so beautiful to have a platform where you're able to share your truth, your experiences. And, you know, here especially we can yeah. laugh and love and just be who we are. So thank you both yeah. for that. Here's what I want to leave you with. Thank you, Max. My pleasure. I bow to you both. Here's what I want you to know this week from from my 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 buddy, my smoking buddy, Alan Watts. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just let it join, and Alan Watts is like sitting next to him, like, "How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here." <laughs> and what Alan Watts says is this: I have realized that the past and the future are real illusions that they exist in the present, which is what there is and all there is. And in this present moment, I want you all listening to know that I hear you, I see you, you matter, and I love you. Until next time, take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Tucci, Max and Friends. Good night and good karma. June 23rd, Menudo, Forever Young, HBO Max. Peace.